0: Welcome back to the cock and Bull podcast this is a thing where history is made and history is recounted
1: and today we're going to be making history in the reverse way we normally do where instead of spencer doing a lot of diligent research that really uh and then synthesizing a new fresh thing for you i am doing what uh, uh, i am more want to do which is just Plagiarizing someone else's work, but then telling you who it is and where you should go read their other stuff. So, like, I don't know what that's called, uh, but I'm doing that.
0: Uh, certainly some sort of intellectual property thing. It's called fair use. Oh,
1: okay. It's called is that fair call- use, Nathan.
0: Oh, is- You're transformative. I- because when they wrote it, It didn't sound like your voice. It's
1: a touche, touche. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce you to a man that I I can promise you was going to be a recurring character for at least as long as uh, we keep doing these, because (laughs) I found a gold mine, baby. Uh, His name's Bippin Dimri. He is a writer from India with an educational background in management studies. Always a great... A great lead Uh, and he's written for eight years in a variety of fields including history health and politics Now, i don't think he's classified to talk about any of those things oh really (laughs) yeah i don't think i don't think his educate his uh his uh management studies background qualifies him to talk about dr things i think his name qualifies him to be on the fellowship for the for the one ring It, it does it does um what it does qualify him for is apparently running. I, I think this may just be his website called Historic Mysteries, which let me tell you has some great SEO when you're looking up weird shit. It, they just pop up, and they've got art. They've they've just got these <laughs> unique little and and Bippin. I don't know. I've I've only seen Bippin so far, so it's nothing but uh but Bippin bangers. Uh, but let me tell you where we we came across this, and I was fascinated by it. Uh, and Bippin just has the best write-up that requires me to do very little work on my end, and also has some funny things. So that being said, Spencer. What
0: what do you know about mummies? Mummies? Mummies. They live in they live in temples. Mm. Um, there's a lot of them in Egypt. I know Often. that like French kings liked to be mummies. I know that not every mummy is uh, a a human. Sometimes there's like dino mummies, uh, which leads me to my second point. Not every mummy is intentional. Sometimes you just like fall in a bog, yeah. and then you become a bog boy.
1: Yeah. A lot of times there it, it is. It's kind of like an oops a daisies. I done. I done whoopsied myself into a mummy. And those are interesting in and of themselves. But no, Spencer, I'm more
0: interested in- um, I whoopsied myself into a mummy is a fanfic that I wrote for <laughs> Scooby-Doo. <laughs> Continue.
1: I am, uh, I am far more interested in the kind of person that looks at a mummy and goes, I want that. Please do that. I would like to take steps to make that happen, please. And I'm not talking about people that are like, yeah, after I'm dead, you do the hard work. No, I'm talking about uh absolute kings and icons, people that went, no, 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 let me take it from here, nature. I'm gonna do this mummy thing myself. And uh what the, the thing that struck me about this, Spencer, is uh I, I saw an image. Now, as you know, I am uh uh about eight years behind everything culturally relevant which means i am currently playing uh nintendo's hit breath of the wild uh that little banger have you heard of it yeah no i've uh, mm. yeah i've
0: heard of it yeah you've heard um, of it okay
1: so inside in breath of the wild there's this there's a whole mechanic of you go find these
0: goddamn mummy men
1: and they look super spoopy
0: yeah the monks the um emaciated little boys are sitting crisscross applesauce hands in their lap
1: they're exactly like that, and they look like they're they look like they're wasting away into nothing, and they look like they've mummified, uh, and you wonder how long do you have to sit here to mummify? That's weird. Why are they doing it there like this? Is there explanations? Of course, there's not. But Spencer, I did send you a Discord image if you were able to see it, because this image came up when I was scrolling the interwebs, and let me tell you, it looked a lot like one of those creepy Zelda mummies, and I'm like, who'd be doing creepy Zelda mummies like that? And I uncovered a uh, a phenomenon. Known as the Soku Shimbutsu. Spencer, are you familiar with the Soku
0: Shimbutsu? No, but I only watched the first two Mummy movies, so this they must have gotten to this one in the third.
1: Well, in true iconic fashion, yes, Spencer, because like every good movie franchise, after the first two installments, this one took an inexplicable turn into Japan, uh, and, and Tokyo drifted their way directly into the Soku Shimbutsu. And they are guys, people, it's always dudes. But let me, I'm going to let Demir take it from here because I, again, he, he, I I don't, I I talk good, but I don't don't think good. Mummies are one of the many relics from our past, which have a quite a curious undertone in their origins and existence. This is the other reason I didn't want to pair. I I really do want, his writing style does bring a uniqueness to this that, that you need to experience. Movies and TV shows have done an exceptional job in helping us clearly identify what a mummy looks like. We, we, we can all see a mummy, spot a mummy kind of a thing, good. Wrapped up in embalming cloth, the art of preserving dead bodies has long been popularly associated with Egypt. However, there are other cultures which practice mummification in other parts of the world. Most notably, Japan. What does Japan have to offer the world in the history of mummification? How prevalent was mummification in Japan and who practiced it? Enter the living monk mummies. Uh, And also, Wizards of the Coast or Cobalt Press, I don't really care at this point. Uh, If you do not start (laughs) making me a living monk mummy uh, subclass for for the month, I'm just upset. I'm upset. It's there. They've already done the work for you. Get out here and, and, and work on it. Between the years of 1081 and 1903, so basically a thousand years, around 20 monks have been believed to have mummified themselves. The belief underlying the practice of living mummification is Soku Shubutsu, which translates to "becoming Buddha in the monk's body." In practical terms, Soku Shubutsu involves dehydrating the body from inside out. Hmm. Spencer, have you ever sat down and wanted okay. to human jerky?
0: I've done it standing up, but no, uh, no, Nathan, no, I've not. I've not had that thought.
1: All right. Well, you
0: know, everyone's got their own. Let's see. Let's see if there's more. It sounds like twenty people did, though. It does sound like over a thousand
1: years, twenty folks. Really, uh, th- that's the other thing. Is it's like it's it is. It's like that's they're legends. It's wild. They're like w- w- like that. That's like one every couple hundred years, right? Like it's not an every every week thing. Monks. Yeah, your League of Extraordinary Jerky Men. <laughs> monks have to follow a strict diet collected from the nearby mountains of Dua. The diet helped the monks in getting rid of moisture, fat, and muscles before they are placed in pine boxes. The monks are then left to meditate through their last
0: days on this planet in the pine box. Days. How how many days is that? Oh, it's- Because you can live without, like- Without water- Up to a year. W- no. Spencer?
1: No, you dehydrate. Spencer, they, they, these boys have been doing nothing but dehydrating. They're they're,
0: they're so dehydrated. You don't know dehydration until you've met the Soko Shibutsu. Are you saying you can live longer without water if you practice? I, I'm saying practice makes
1: like, perfect, boy. And These guys have their 10,000 hours, let me tell you. Um,
0: I'm all here for their fucking positivity and mental endurance, but I think there are some hard limits on how many days you can't have water. Before-
1: diving into a deeper overview of live mummies in japan it is important to know that many other cultures have also practiced mummification so what could have been the possible reason for encouraging the practice of mummification the answer is found uh, you
0: know become like let let buddha step into your skeletal body or something that's what i've been led to believe (laughs) he he, he kind of steps into you like like and, and kind of wears you like a skin man yeah and he can only do that if you live as he did which was as a skin man
1: that actually makes a lot of sense so basically he needs a perfect one-to-one fit essentially it's that mario party Uh minigame where you have to jackhammer around the outline and and the buddha (laughs) only comes
0: out if you are exactly the buddha and buddha despite being you know such a go with the flow kind of guy he's very very picky if you were born an inch too short tough shit my friend (laughs)
1: you're not the buddha Uh, i'm sorry no not my drip
0: try (laughs) again this
1: guy (laughs) manlet My you think my fits will fit on that on that little thing? Come on now. <laughs> well, the reasons for encouraging the practice of mummification, the answer could be found in the beliefs in different religions worldwide where an imperishable corpse is considered a symbol of divine power. If the body did not perish after death, it apparently showcased the ability for connecting with
0: forces beyond the physical realm. Or it got stuck in some bog. <laughs> Also, yes, Spencer really hung up on the bog people for this one. I'm just saying, like, there's... I don't think we gave this much reference to the dude that got his throat slashed and thrown in a fucking tar pit. I mean, for probably, uh, but he didn't, like, take a year's long... Well, we'll get
1: there. The most common instance of practicing mummification is in Egypt. Mummification in Egypt for royalty was used as a symbol of their power, but many believe that mummification was also an essential ritual for helping the soul of the departed cross the underworld the discoveries of jars essential ver- oh essential maybe
0: it's, it's essential it, so out of the billions upon billions of people that have lived there's like 20 that made it to heaven yeah, uh, that's a cut. that is a sparse shit that's a tight club i hope you like them you know people get off on
1: that though you know like if you think you're one of the 20 like oh yeah that's the best shit
0: yeah, it's it's hard to carry the humility that must come with this process when you know that you're going to be one of the 20. But this Spencer, this is very different from the practice in Japan. How do our
1: friends in the East do things?
0: Yeah, no, they always got to do it better, harder, better, faster, stronger. So, yeah. so, so let's uh So why were their monks determined to be mummified
1: alive? Again, a thing I don't think there's a more te- like existential dread like buried alive is very high on many people's lists and it should be mummified alive is like
0: that but it's like i can't feel anymore so i need to crank this up to 11 i think that's got to be it if they were just getting prepped to i don't know have their like brain pulled out of their nose with a hook or whatever it's like that shit's tuesday for them they're already living that's their day-to-day that's they're ready for that Exactly. You know, they got that martyr complex or something. You got to take it up to 11.
1: The first instance of practicing mummification in Japan was with the Japanese Shingon monks. Shingon monks of Yamagata are still the most common practitioners of the ritual of live mummification. And only a select few monks who performed the ritual were successful in being mummified alive. The monks perceived the act of live mummification as a sacrificial act for mankind. Oh, they're doing this for all of us. Apparently, apparently, according we- to the monks, the <sighs> act of live mummification would take them on the path to become Buddha in the body that they've received for this life. Monks believe that the practice of mummifying alive lets them access the Tusitsa heaven. Do think it's time for me to kind of just, again, I, I've shown you a statue of these guys. I did want you to really oh kind of get an idea that's the same guy the same guy it didn't do anything different this wow. time it they was the really same. did it one-to-one it, it was uh, you have to become buddha in the body spencer i don't know how many times we have to say this
0: buddha in the body um uh, <laughs> nailed it here, perfectly I,
1: this is not the best way to send this picture but i have to It just ha- look at it look at that spencer look at it
0: that's the uh, uh. thing they showed the mexican congress recently <laughs> uh. right <laughs> that's honestly a little concrete boy <laughs> honestly not unlikely. Holy shit! It's a night. People, it's an. Why nightmare. are his I- eyes missing? Uh, his th- eyes are w- missing, but it's like there's just skin over them. Where would they go? Did he do this like years ago? Oh, Spencer. Oh, they do things. Furthermore, their beliefs also
1: suggest that the monks would live in their afterlife into Sita Heaven for 1.6 million years. That's a shockingly specific number.
0: Um, but Why is there, there you a are. cap? Why is there a finite number? Hey, yeah, I didn't per- know you were buying a timeshare in heaven. <laughs> where does he go after? I- after party is it like off to hell with you forever? <laughs> Interestingly, the beliefs
1: with Soko Shimbutsu also suggested that the monks gained the powers for protecting mankind on our planet. However the method of live mummification was extremely painful as the process took up to three years to complete. So what exactly
0: is involved? Uh, prob- probably probably reading some affirmations in the morning I feel like that's step one. <laughs> And a good attitude. <laughs> you
1: need a lot, baby. The practice of Soko Shimbutsu emerges an inspiration from Kukai, a 9th century monk and the founder of the esoteric Shingon school of Buddhism in 806 A.D. I'm just gonna say I'm crushing my pronunciations, guys. I don't care. I'm, I'm I'm nailing it today. I feel I'm feeling confident. I'm in my lane. We're 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 seeing a new and improved version of the cock and bull as we wind this down. Uh, according to an 11th century account of Kukai, he did not die at all at the time of his death in 835 AD. Oh no, on the contrary. He made his way into his tomb through crawling and entered a profound state of meditation. The account also states that Kukai would emerge again in almost 5.67 million years. Now, I'm confused why he's not coming back for 5.67 million. But if you do this right, you only get to heaven for 1.6 million. There's a lot of very specific math for very long periods of time.
0: Well, they revised that there was a constitutional change in heaven within those 200 years. It was uh, term limits. They put term limits. Term
1: limits. (laughs) Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. Well, when Kukai emerged in 5.67
1: million years, uh, he would guide a specific number of souls towards salvation. So (laughs) get on board, gang, in 5.67 million years. Um, The process of live mummification was developed through centuries of trial and error. Yeah, two of them, it sounds like. Even now, there is no way to compromise with the lengthy and difficult process of live mummification. Look. There are no cheat days on the way to becoming a mummy. You gotta be here for
0: the grind every day. I love I love the idea that this is an experiment. Like there were some they got wrong, and how did they end up? (laughs) Sorry, you only ate pine needles for another two weeks of pine needles, my friend, and you would have now you're just a now you're just like a weird puddle. Gross. Throw them in the garbage. Ten years of heaven for you. Dubious.
1: I just imagine at that point, instead of becoming delicious jerky, you become the 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 whatever the mummy equivalent of dubious food is, and it's just not good. You become
0: what the rest of us are,
1: which is bones. (laughs) Become (laughs) gross bones. The most essential requirement in preparation for Soko Shimbutsu was Moku Jukio, which translates to training in tree eating. (laughs) (laughs) Do go on. Well, Spencer, the diet could find its origins in the most commonly prevalent practice in Taoism for abstinence from cultivated grains. So apparently they heard go gluten-free and decided we're going to the trees.
0: There's nothing left. There's (laughs) nothing left. Let's eat the tree. You want to eat some bark? You want a little bit of bark on your sandwich? Yeah, no, Jimmy John's does like the unwich or whatever. Yeah, they wrap it in lettuce. I'm doing a different approach. Crunch. (laughs) The flavor, the texture profiles are tremendous. The splinters in my tongue remind me that humans are flawed (laughs) and that life should be full of suffering. The
1: mere thought of embracing death with open arms and, and that too with preparations three years in advance takes a lot of courage. Is that just saying like they're getting hyped to die or what? I don't like, know. I think so. I think it's like, all right, look, you're gonna die. Like the idea of being like, I'm ready to die, and then the idea of being like, not only am I ready to die, I am so horny for death that I'm gonna do a three year long tantric march to death. Uh, and in order to really, I mean, really hit it at right. The, this
0: is like, this is autoerotic asphyxiation for, for people that crave death. That doesn't seem that special, man. I know, ga- I know sit go attendance that are, that are at that point already. <laughs> Look, we're not giving them pats on the back and they've also abstained from eating bread. They just eat, <laughs> they just eat like fucking almonds that they get with their employee discount.
1: <laughs> Look, keto is very popular. Ga- okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. A little roller taquitos. <laughs> that shit will preserve you.
1: Uh the monks practicing Soko Shimbutsu would have to go through a strict dietary routine in which their food was restricted to nuts, roots, and buds from trees. Okay. All right. Yep. That's tree stuff. So, That's, all right. Yep. Uh-huh. In a spiritual context, the Soko Shimbutsu regimen was intended to boost the strength of an individual spirit. It, you're basically casting bark skin on yourself, but you're not a druid, and you don't know how to do it.
0: Are bonsai trees like little appetizers for them? Like little, little hors d'oeuvres? <laughs>
1: Like cocktail weenies, but for but for tree yeah. people. <laughs> At the same time, it helped them draw further away from the general human world.
0: Well, Yeah, oh yeah they're, they're getting for, into tree world. Yeah, <laughs> you're they're going becoming, to be one with the Lorax now. Yeah, they're going like tree beard style, becoming like an ent. <laughs> As the diet and meditation routine of the monks helped in getting rid of moisture, fat,
1: and muscle, the changes to the body meant that it would resist decomposition even after death. Cast a gentle repose on okay. ourselves. This is a really whacked up character. I want to know where it's getting all these spells. <laughs> and they're a monk. They're multiclassing here. There's a lot of shit going on.
0: I've played a lot Some of Baldur's Gate lately, guys. I've been playing a lot of Baldur's Look, no, Gate. We uh, don't know the people, Nathan. We don't know the people's shit. They know what they're listening to. We were <laughs> we were talking like this years ago. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the fact that we haven't made a, a Civ reference or a Risk reference in It's in been
1: so. And we're playing. Two Civ. The hilarious part is back when we made Civ references all the time, we had never played. We play Civ together every week now and don't make any more Civ references. I don't get it. No, it's true. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, many monks are able to achieve successful preparation after completing the thousand day cycle with the Moko gq diet. On the other That's hand, some days. monks prefer to go too. Or even three cycles before feeling completely prepared. I feel, I like to feel prepared and do a few go arounds. I just uh, taking a like a la- like a gap year, or like a like a. La- I would like to audit uh, this round, this thousand days of eating bark. I'm really into the bark now. In the final stages of the Soko Shumbutsu process, the monks had to be locked in a tomb with an air tube and an attached
0: bell. The monk. Why'd is- you have to lock him in? Okay. Why, why did you have to lock them in? There's no going back. There's no going back, Spencer. There's no, there's that's no, on them. There's no turning back. That's a, that's up to them, dude. If they nope. if they decided that they wanted to leave uh, that point, right. and uh, like the only thing keeping them in was the padlock, I feel like spiritually they have failed the step where they were like ready to embrace death. I, I so they I fucked up either way. Look, I'm just saying, it has to be locked. So says Bippin. That's just a kink for somebody. <laughs> for 20 people, roughly. <laughs> No, this is this is for the benefit of the people on the outside who are like, dude, he's going he's gonna to freak the fuck out. <laughs> when he feel- <laughs> Honestly, it, it, well,
1: we'll see. The monk inside the tomb would ring the bell daily to indicate that they were alive. If the monk does not uh-huh. ring the bell, then the monk is assumed to have died in the state of meditation while chanting the mantra of Buddha or Nenbutsu. Can't just like hear them through the tube? hear them what they're what do they do what Hear them? what they're Spencer? chanting Nathan they're, they're chanting the Spencer Buddha. <laughs> Spencer these are men that have eaten nothing but bark for 3,000 days you think you oh, hear right. anything coming out there there <laughs> you think what they're saying so is an eldritch tongue at that point yeah oh you hear them Maya <sighs> yeah you hear that through the tube sure
0: it's yeah it's bold of me to assume that their vocal cords are anything but like twisted shriveled red vines at yeah. this point oh yeah Oh yeah, baby! It's uh, it's. Whew. Imagine if Tom. they speaking tree language. Imagine if Tom waits
1: like dehydrated his vocal cords any more than he already did, and, and just really go to town. Yeah,
0: i to say if. Yeah, touche. You want to talk about another living mummy, man? God, Tom waits has <laughs> just been doing that with like cigarettes <laughs> and gin for the better part of like forty years now.
1: I, but I'm saying it did. These guys only took three thousand days, three years. They're they're more efficient than Tom for sure.
0: That psycho jungle pirate's ready to meet death. <laughs>
1: I mean, you're not wrong. The air tube is removed, and then the tomb is sealed. Interestingly, the mummies which have been discovered in northern Japan are many hundred years old, a testament to the centuries-old tradition. The living mummies of Japan definitely show a larger picture of religious hardship and the connection between the physical and the metaphysical. That last sentence was bippin thinking he was doing something and i i don't think i don't think it was doing what bippin
0: thought it was doing i just can't get around the fact that like if i stumbled into one of these if you put these two mummies well okay let's say you put this mummy yeah little he did it living he suffered in fuck extreme mental and physical anguish for a thousand days and then he crawled into a box or whatever the fuck if i find his like you know crisscross body huh And I compare it to, oh, I don't know, Spencer, think of an example, uh, a bog body.
1: (laughs) God damn it, with the box.
0: I don't know if I'm going to appreciate the fact that he, I'm just going to see two shriveled boys. And I'm going to be like, wow. No, you're not. They both had one bad day. And let me show you, let me show you a
1: picture that proves why that is uh, just factually incorrect. Because I did find. You're saying
0: I'm going to, there's going to be some visual storytelling. Like this is going to be a, these guys have like the Todd Howard visual storytelling of like a Bethesda game where I look at their body and I can really see what they went through.
1: I'm just saying, I'm i not, maybe, I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying maybe give it a look. Show
0: me what I'm, oh, <laughs> holy shit, that's just the Dalai Lama right now. <laughs> it's not the- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Smet- Christ, people. Spencer, okay, did so your bog I- man have bitchin' Ray-Bans? Why is he wearing sunglasses? You know always he's wearing sunglasses? It's because he has no eyes anymore. <laughs> and a that's weekend. a disturbing sight. But <laughs> like we can at Bernie. They <laughs> he's fine. Folks, the this this corpse that is sitting in a glass box. Um that's Nathan First, real thing, quick. How old? How old? How, How old, old is it? Uh, like, like a you couple, hundred, couple hundred years, I think. Um, a couple hundred years old they, body uh, that is just sitting, yeah. lurched forward as if he were a grandpa in a in a lazy boy that was like, no, I'm just going to rest my eyes real quick. And then obviously fell asleep. Yeah. Uh, they felt the need to put glasses on him sunglasses i might add some bitchin ray-bans 90s <laughs> to cover up no, here's his- the
1: thing they're not bitchin ray-bans they're like 90s <laughs> baseball player <These> chunky <laughs> plastic sunglasses
0: i was going to say these are these are fucking kim jong il sunglasses that he constantly wears <laughs> yeah these are those yeah these are his like one wardrobe sunglasses that he's rocking and they felt the need to put those on after the fact to cover his fucked up eyes. I guess because they thought his fucked up missing nose and his teeth were normal. <laughs> like, yeah. if you were gonna put that on, why didn't they do the full Groucho Marx deal <laughs> with the big fake nose? And what that would have been a, that. That's a package deal. That covers up all of the fucked up parts.
1: It makes it a lot more enjoyable and a lot less creepy. Is what
0: I'm saying. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> Nathan he's gross. <laughs> he, he really is. He's fucking gross. He's got newborn baby hair. I I
1: know, I know. And here's the problem. Here's the problem, Spencer, is and, and I don't know how many more I don't know how many more, but I know it, the answer to that is at least one more. Um and I apologize for you having to edit to make this better, but it's it, it is important. Look at his look at his hand, look at his tiny hands.
0: Okay, alright. Hang on. I gotta I gotta zoom the fuck in because there's ten pixels on this. It's a ri- now This look, appears okay. to be skeleton pope. He's got a different vibe going with the big pointy hat and well, his archdiocese they're all, robes.
1: They're all dressed up. They're all dressed up and like ready to party.
0: With nowhere to go. <laughs>
1: that's a big thing, is that you like worship them as a thing, like you're really into them and what they do. And now as a as a final palate cleanser. Um, I am gonna present one more, and I do think that I don't know how we do this. Any, I don't know, but if if anyone the should drip the drip is
0: obscenely better on the second one, Nate. Like the first guy is just kind of in like a just a jumpsuit. She's in like an orange, yeah. banal, looks like a polyester jumpsuit that he, you know, you got, you got it like Party City or whatever the fuck I for he's your a prison monk. costume. It's a humble monk. You don't need to be I dressed. Guess- up- Second boy ain't a humble monk, Nathan, no. that's Skull
1: Pope. That is, in fact, Skull Pope. It is Skull Pope, and it's kind of embarrassing. Now, here is what I would He's like. He's got
0: cool lich hands.
1: So we did say that that the first guy, we kept saying, had a bitching set of Ray-Bans. And so one would wonder, well, what would one of these living dead ghouls look like with a bitching set of Ray-Bans? And Spencer, I present to you the a literal answer, what would one of these guys look like with a bitching oh. pair of Ray-Bans? And there he is. Oh, my. <laughs>
0: look at those chompers. Shh. Love how eating bark for right. three years doesn't take... I mean, you still got a, a natural set of them. Really, the dental work on this guy is pristine. And something else. Such ra- just Those are straight teeth. I'm like so, the straight
1: teeth of a oh, horse. I would, pay, I would pay good money for teeth that straight. Thousands of dollars.
0: He could use a little bit of Colgate, I think, I mean, to sure. brighten them babies up. He could use a nose. His face has the texture... Of the planet Mercury. It does that's a good example? That's a very good example. He looks like a ghoul. It looks
1: literally like you took a ghoul from Fallout Three and put Ray Bans on it in Photoshop.
0: That uh, it's oh yeah, th- <laughs> it's literally it's what sunglasses. it looks like. And I just you put hate him it. in a suit. All that's missing is like a nice button-up shirt. Thank you. And this boy is is asking you, Smooth Skin, <laughs> if you've got any jet to sell.
1: <laughs> that or. Again, I'm very upset. I'm almost comically upset. Really, again, the thing that spawned this was they look like the fucking things from Zelda. It was I was like, why are there Zelda living Zelda mummies? That's weird. I want to nail down Zelda team and be like, did you? Because you're from Japan. This is a Japan thing. Is this a thing that we should know? I'd be interested. I think they'd probably be impressed with my research skills and my deduction.
0: Oh, man. This is the real Mr. Potato Head.
1: It's something else. It's something else. And I, I, I am going to say, again, it, it's all edited. Most of this is gone at this point. Uh, but I do need I this. Oh, there's just something to when they don't. I, I understand why they put the sunglasses on is what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I understand why the sunglasses are there because the other options huh. are on. Uns- <laughs> Hello, <Right>?
0: Prince Charles. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's unsettling is the problem is it's just unsettling. Who? Um, because like Ooh, his baby. teeth aren't
0: there. Where is his chompers? They're gone. He's he's kind of got the. It's almost charming actually. He's kind of got the the smile of the Six Flags man.
1: He does. He does have a. What happened? What would happen if the Six Flags man was hit with a nuclear blast at close range? Sort of. <laughs> like? sort of a vibe you're <laughs> right like in the mo- this is a still smudge
0: frame and a picture of the of the the six flags man getting absolutely blasted into ash more rads more fun more <laughs> wow he's also got his hands folded he's doing like yeah, a little a, like a shirley temple like oh like, you caught ooh, me? me oh they caught
1: me look at look at look at sweet oh is <laughs> there's none of you can see
0: these i don't know how and we uh, let's no but you will i'm gonna link all of yeah. these in the show notes um <laughs> images one through four here good golly miss molly yeah that's yeah, a real it's a real real murderer's robe dudes <laughs> now when they're they're supposed to be like preserved right yeah. There's, if yeah. i understand mummification right just being bones isn't good enough no When when's the separating point like is this last guy whose skull f- skeletor had more of a face than oh this yeah, last no guy? i don't think this guy did a good job i think this guy fucked up he did um, yeah no he didn't get to go to heaven for for no, what was he, it like he's you know one and a half million 1. years he's not his 1.6 million
1: years no he is in a uh, a shrine in the Shimane prefecture but i don't good
0: enough to put him on display i guess okay.
1: I, I mean again, there was only 20 of them ever so it's like it's kind of like the old adage of like what do you call the guy who graduated last in his law class what a lawyer like yeah they're all it doesn't you don't get bonuses for you know he passed the
0: test man i don't know what about all the people that didn't like twenty made it. How many fucked up? Oh, so for, the, many. for it to take two hundred years to figure this one out. They do. They do talk.
1: Yeah, they. There are. There are a bunch that gave it a shot and uh, just
0: came up a little bit wanting. Do you think it's really unfortunate? I think that Christianity took so long to get over there because don't you think that like if someone, if some little fucking white boy with his crew cut hair came in there <laughs> at the, as as this dude's in the box and he hears through the other wall, he's like, I have to do what to go to heaven? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Forever? Can you imagine? Can you imagine
1: the the idea of Catholicism to these people of just like bl- <laughs> blanket forgiveness based on just saying I'm sorry like right at the end there like oh my god these guys are, the are you a fucking what like that's the kind of like like I get like if you got your student loan like if you paid off your student loans and you're pissed that other people get their student loans canceled you're an asshole but these guys you're I think bitch, have a case <laughs> but these guys I think have a case is all I'm saying. <laughs> oh lord this has been the cock and bowl of weekly podcast that we do weekly for at least the next couple weeks spencer take it from here
0: yeah we want to thank Drupal's pony club for allowing us to use their song "The were buffalo in the ark on the album cholera uh club banger as always go uh stream it on every computer in your library become uh you know the next big mystery be the next history mystery on your campus who who stream bombed dpc it was you, buddy. You did it. If you want to send us a suggestion, tough nuts, um yeah, Nate. Uh we, we we do this every Tuesday and we are getting there. Oh, buddy, we're getting there. This is 95 on our road to a hundo. Oh, we're getting there.
1: Uh spoiler alert, gang, get ready for another
0: one about mummies from Bippin later. Jesus Christ, Nathan, do you found you have a theme? I get that I do this. I find Dude, like a vein and I do it three times in gone, a row. But I
1: found I th- I found, I got
0: hooked on mummies.
1: Apparently, so you're hooked on Bippin.
0: I really. It's honestly. It's honest.
1: And honestly, the next one, Bippin's and re- better in that one. This one wasn't Bippin's best. Oh work. really? Bippin
0: kept to the shadows on this one. Bippin really makes some calls in this next one. I think the thing about living in 2023 is Bippin could just be an AI. That's oh, kind of theories possible. out here. Possible. Very. Did possible. all these come out on the same day? I,
1: I haven't really <laughs> sourced them that hard. yet yet.
0: Nate, yeah. Thank you for uh, taking the burden off of my shoulders, as always. Oh yeah. Um, oh, anytime. You know, being it, it's Andy Richter should pull his weight more on Conan. I feel like, and give Conan a break. They should swap seats now and again. I think it's <laughs> see like- if Andy can pull his weight as an interviewer. It's
1: important, it's important to learn. Oh, well, and also, it is very
0: funny that you call
1: pulling my weight, because I don't. I absolutely lower the standard of what the show is, and and, uh, and then just do whatever I want kind of for, for 30 what minutes What do you mean, Nathan?
0: Hour. You don't do weeks upon weeks of research and, no. and consult multiple articles and kind of rewrite it in your own voice? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I tune Mm-mm. out every time you do an intro to one of these. I'm not <laughs> familiar with your process.
1: <laughs> uh, look, I had a brand, and I've stuck to it. Other people do the work. Ladies and gents, we'll see you next week.
0: Say goodbye, Nathan. Bye! Call my name and make a wish And take a rest because it's the best thing To leave your lips that's your best I'm not involved